What's good, everybody? You are now tuned in to the You Hate to See It podcast, where we talk about all the things you love or hate to see. I'm your host, Carl Presley, and for today, we have a special, soon-to-be-recurring guest in the building, my friend, Mr. Big for no reason himself, <laughs> Dante Wilder. What's happening, Dante? What's up, people? How you doing? Follow me at DWild on Twitter, or DWild3 on Twitter and on Instagram. my tv guy here on the pod you know we watch a lot of tv we talk about a lot of tv and since there's no sports going on during these trying times none whatsoever there's we nothing to do but but drink and watch tv so i think today, i was watching jameer nelson highlights today. Jeez, not, not the jameer highlights <laughs> hey man hey so shit we're not talking about that obviously so yes what we're going to talk about huh, tv so first up on tv talk a social media favorite the Netflix original, Ozark. So in case you missed it, Netflix just dropped a new season of Ozark last Friday, the 27th. We are recording this on April 1st, so we've had some time to watch, get our thoughts together and all that. And boy, do we have a lot of them. For sure, for sure. So we're assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you've seen the whole season. If you haven't, then huge, severe spoiler warning starting now, because we're going to get into rapid reactions here in a second. Yeah. If you haven't seen it all, leave. Yeah, hit go pause. ahead and hit that pause button and Facts. finish it. Yeah, come back at a later date. So, starting now. So, all right. that I got to enjoy. Um, they let the more annoying characters take a back seat as well, which I'm sure we'll get into. Facts. And Facts. they really rode in on Marty and Wendy, just kind of that power dynamic and that struggle throughout the season. And then ultimately, them kind of coming together and and marty coming back on top which you know i think is the strongest element of the show when marty is just being in command and bold and just doing his damn thing i did i did yeah i agree with you for the most part i thought it was good um i liked uh, some of the new characters some of them were a little uh a little eh for me <laughs> but you know um, i thought it was a good season of television definitely had me hooked uh, like you said i did think it started a little slow but after the second and third episode, I was I was all in. So, yeah, definitely, definitely enjoyed it. Um, I'm seeing a lot of talk on Twitter. People was like, oh, Ozark's making a run for the top five shows. I'm like, all right, that's that's, that's a little aggressive. But it, it's a good show. It's a good show. Definitely uh, one of Netflix uh, crown jewels, of course. Um, one of their top three shows, I think. So, yeah, definitely it's- a good season. I'm excited to see what season four has in store. For sure. It's got some, and it's got like, I think people, you know, to make that argument for top five shows, it definitely has a wealth of, of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll get into this more that they've got like multiple plot lines that you can run through that are always intersecting. Right. So it doesn't seem like it's just kind of dry and focused on one thing and you just lose interest. So, I mean, there's, there's potential for it to be big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely see the potential. I mean, Bateman's great. Yeah, um, he's really great in this, man. And it, they if you notice, they had him as, like, executive producer uh, right. this season. I don't know if he was on it earlier seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, he's direct, He directed, um, he's, I think he directed, like, most of the episodes this season. I know he did, uh, like, two or three in the previous seasons. But, 
Yeah, uh, Bateman's on fire right now. He's got um, The Outsider on HBO, okay. which is a Stephen King adaptation, and apparently he's killing that. I haven't seen it. I'm not a big Stephen King fan, but I may check it out if I get bored enough. But um, <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of time on our hands right now. Yeah, man, Bateman's on fire, man. He's very underrated, so I'm glad to see him getting his due. But um, yeah. now we're going to get into our next segment, which is called uh, the Exit Survey. And if that sounds familiar, it's because it is. I stole this idea from The Ringer. Hey, hook us up with a job, por favor. What a great website. <laughs> Quality. But, you know, we got to add our own little spin to it. So here goes. Dante, what is your one-sentence review of Season 3 of Ozark? All right. So uh, I go, Marty let Wendy have her shine, but when shit hits the fan, he went 06 finals, D-Wade. Sheesh. Hey, that's, that's, a good, that's, a good one. that's a good one sentence. Hey, man. Good, good one sentence. I think it encapsulates what really happened. All right, my one sentence review is three words. Ben ain't dead. Oh my god! Exclamation point. Oh my good. Now we're starting off the show with this nonsense. Hey, put on your tinfoil hats for with me for a second, man. Oh my goodness. He's still alive, man. Hey, I'll get into it later, but hey, just know, just get that get that Reynolds rap ready because we gonna we gonna die. We gonna die. This man beat. has PTSD from Thrones, people. Hey, that is true, but hey, but hey. All right, so favorite part, favorite part of the season, what you got? Yeah, so actually, I like some of the more quiet moments in the show. Really, what I think really intrigued me about the show is something that they did really different, is they actually went really in-depth on like how Marty would go about money laundering, all mm-hmm. the different financial tools and whatnot, and just the creative ways that they would hide money and fund this cartel business. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed the moments like where... Where Marty is there and he's stuffing the cash boxes right. ahead of time with cash so that it's already funneled throughout the casino. Like I really enjoyed that. Or whereas when he's undoing that red flag on the account, I really think that was like a pivotal and that's also a very pivotal moment in this season for Marty. Like for sure. As as his development, because he he was kind of being bitched out the whole, you know, about six, six episodes in by Wendy. And that is when he really, you know, grabbed his balls again. So those, those kind of things, when we really just get to see Marty and his element mm-hmm. and what he's good at, that those are my favorite moments. And I think that's when the show is at its best and when it's different. What yeah, about you? I agree. Man. I agree. I think Marty is the beating heart. Of this show, and um, my favorite part reflects that um, when Marty gets kidnapped, uh, spends some time in Mexico. Got to Mexico pretty fast, by the way. Thanks. Um, well, I mean, what's it? What's it got to be? Four or five hour flight? I mean, where is Ozarks, Missouri? That's middle of America. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a little quick. It's a little yeah. quick. But yeah, yeah. So he's in Mexico. Um, I wouldn't say he's getting tortured, but, you know, they're making him real uncomfortable down there. And um, That's kind of torture, man. Dude was eating eating rice and beans with larva growing in it, man. Larva? <laughs> there was larva in that, oh, bro. Man, I I larva, bro. Playing man. punk music so he can't sleep, yeah, like, lights hey, on all night. Turn, That's I like turn my, my brightness off. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, all right. So, all right, he was getting tortured. All right, all right. Not, not physically, but, you know. It was, yeah, they, he, was trying to, he was trying to mess with his they head. was fucking him out. They was fucking him yeah, out. Yeah. But uh yeah, I think I think we kinda saw Marty. He had to he had to buck up. He had to drop his nuts real quick, man, because shit was getting out of hand. His wife was like, 
I don't know. He wasn't on the same page with his wife, and Wendy was kind of getting more favor with uh, with Navarro, and it just it just really wasn't working out for Marty. He was looking real expendable, and then he goes to Mexico, and um, he has a flashback to when he's a kid playing an arcade game, which I don't really understand exactly. Yeah, but um, you know, it's good to see him kind of buck up, and I think that's when um, that's when the season really kind of turned up for me. Um, cause you know, Marty got that, that eye of the tiger, he got that fire in his eyes. And ever since, ever since that, it was more of a, it was a turning point, um, of the season. Yeah. And I mean, he's literally there sitting there calling Navarro a motherfucker yeah. while he's being dragged away. Like that is a big swing from the dude who's like, I don't want to do anything. I want to run away that right. we got at the end of last yeah, season. Yeah. Marty's he's, he's usually a pretty, you know, milk toast kind of guy, but, um, yeah. Yeah, he, he turned out right there, and you know I, I appreciated that from him. Hell of a performance by Bateman right there, which uh, leads me to the next section. What was your least favorite part? Least favorite. All right, so I think my least favorite part was honestly an entire plot line. It was brief, so I appreciated that. Yeah. But really, the entire plot line was trying to get Z- baby Zeke back into the picture. Yeah, I never really understood that. Um, like, I mean, him kind of being there, it was like, oh, you're trying. It was weird taking care of your own, like, the guy you killed, son, yeah. type of deal. I was like, all right, we just kind of need to get rid of that. And I thought once they handed it off to Darlene, that was the end of it. And them trying to bring it back in. And Wendy just kind of said it offhand one day. It was like, what are you just trying to get more brownie points with the kids? Like, I just don't understand why that was in- even introduced. And then they went to court, lost the court, and then we never hear anything about it. So it's literally like, a plot line for maybe 20 minutes of the show like it was just very very odd i think all it served as a it only served a purpose as to bring darlene back into the fold yeah i think there was a couple a couple of arcs that were um a little weird like that it just kind of didn't really make much sense it kind of seemed a little superfluous if you will um yeah. the zeke plot line and then um the guy that owned the the casino boat just kills his wife and Oh and yeah, him. I totally <laughs> forgot. And just nothing happens about yeah, that. He's, like he's just like, bro. okay, we'll sell. Like yeah, he he loves his wife for everything, evidently, and you know, listens to her. Get over there giving Marty advice for a happy business partnership and marriage, and yeah. then he just you know, I mean, he really could have passed that off as an accident. Like he could have got off on that yeah, one. So just, it wasn't even nothing like, to sweat yeah, over. He just but. like he pushes her down the hill on accident and. Just, yeah, and then also we'll come back to it. It's I mean, weird. they they totally like cut out Big Muddy for most of the rest of the season too. Yeah, was... Like they spend three, at least a good three four episodes, like trying to get that casino back. You know, did a did an arson on the other uh, casino across the uh, river, and then do nothing with it. Exactly. We don't see it again. Exactly. So yeah, the Big Muddy negotiations. I think that was probably my least favorite part. It was just kind of. Especially in hindsight, seeing as it really didn't mean much, um, I was just kind of, all right, what's what's going on here? It was real slow, and um, just um, just didn't really make much sense to me, but... um, I mean, I enjoy I enjoyed some of the back and forth between Marty and Wendy, and it was kind of like them trying to be masterminded against each other. That's kind of what it... It kind of built that tension between Mm. their relationship and just like it really showed that power struggle between the two, but it just felt kind of unfulfilling in the end. Cause like you said, it was just kind of eh afterwards. Right, 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 right. So that leads me to the next topic, which is 
most surprising dad. So I'm gonna start this one off. It's um, what's her name? Anita. Anita. She got pushed down the hill. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Anita. Yeah. Anita, for like, sure. I was like, what? That didn't have to happen. That didn't have to happen. But okay, whatever. It surprised the shit out of me. Um, rest in peace, Anita. Rest in peace. You hate to see it. You really do. You um, really do. She was hey, she was kind of a bitch, though. She didn't have to treat a man <laughs> like that. She really did hold this man out. Like, yeah, I'm not going to say she had it coming, but she didn't not have it coming. Exactly. Was, I'm, I'm saying, you got to put some... Res- if you're going to marry the man, be with him 40 years, you got to treat him like a man, at least. That dude was a nice dude. Yeah, she no was over sure. there openly talking about how my husband's a weak man. When the nigga's sitting six feet away. No, whenever she said... <laughs> she said... You I broke his spirit. He said, I should have married your brother. Bro. He was 6'3". Oh, oh, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. Hey, hey, hey. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't saying he should have killed her. But I understand. It was great. I was saying, I don't know. Light pushing your head back, man. <laughs> and then letting gravity do the rest. Like, I kind of feel that one. Yeah, she was wilding, man. She was wilding. So what, what was your most surprising death? Most surprising death? I mean, I'm going to go with the, the big one. It's uh, Ben. Yeah. Like it's it's Ben. Like hey, that that was just crazy. Like I don't think he's dead. He, you don't think he's dead. I mean, just because they don't show that he's dead. Like they had they burned his ashes, brought his body back. Like they went through all of that. Like who? Where's Marty? You think Marty is not built like that, bro? Mar- Marty got right, he, okay. Here, last me... time somebody was killed in front of Marty. This man had a whole PTSD and. Uh, she had to fight, and Wendy had to fucking clean up the the dead body for him. He couldn't stage someone else's death and then get it done. Like let, he let not me, built like that. Let me explain my rationale. Let me explain my all rationale. right, all right, all right. So, We're skipping a little ahead, but we'll we'll just go ahead and address the right. is Ben dead? All right, yeah. All well, right. I think that was another topic, right? That we were gonna address: is he actually dead or not? Oh yeah, true enough, true enough. We but, can we can just go ahead and cut to it. All right, so. Marty rescues Ben from uh, from Nelson coming to um, the casino, right? Yep. They're, uh, they're on the boat. They park on some dock. They're out in the woods talking, right? And Ben's just like, Marty, man, just give me a chance. I swear, <laughs> I swear I'll make this right, Marty. Hey, man, he did a good job on that South Carolina accent, man. Hey, did he? Did he? Did he? Uh, hey, man. But, all right, so... Tom Pelfrey did a good job, man. He definitely played that That's schizo paranoia. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah, he's pretty good. He was pretty good. But um, yeah. So he's like, Marty, give me a chance. Give me a chance, man. He's like, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. I, don't... I, I, I forget exactly what he said. But okay, so she's taking him. I don't know where. Where is Wendy taking him to? Like Nashville? Or yeah. Well, it, it was Knoxville at the end. But really, mm-hmm. they were just. She was like, I'm just gonna drive east. Yeah. Like basically. That, that was all she knew. And then after, I don't know, like hours and hours of driving, she's like, where can I take you? Like, come on. And he's having bipolar outbreaks, trying to get the cops called on him, all this kind of crazy shit. Doing real stupid shit that's going to get him killed. Yeah, okay. So I feel like Marty is just like two or three or four or five or six steps ahead right here. Cause, Man playing you know, chess while they're playing checkers. Exactly, exactly. All right, so... There's not a lot of concrete evidence that I've seen for it just yet. <laughs> exactly. It's really just a hunch. Completely, completely right. un, uh, Marty, unbacked by evidence. Like, if he did it, he didn't tell Wendy about it, of course. But I think Marty paid Nelson to... He was in contact with Navarro. 
He paid Nelson to not kill Ben, make it look like he killed Ben. And, you know, Nelson's got, Nelson's the body man, you know what I'm saying? He's got bodies just laying around. They, they own a funeral home. They could've, <laughs> that could have been anybody in that, in that, what's it, in that, um, whatever it is. In that bag, in the, right, in, in that body bag, man. So, look. They had, I, I feel like, didn't they have one. Ruth there? Like, to see the body? We didn't have it because of the camera angle. Like, we only no, saw it was already it was already in the bag. It was already in the bag by that time? It was already in the okay. bag. So, uh, man, they got to show me something, bro. Like, I didn't see nobody drop. I didn't see none of that stuff. Marty wasn't as been out of shape as he should have been about that Marty it. didn't like that nigga? Okay. Marty openly told that man to leave. It's still an innocent body on your hands, man. Like, you know, that man did not give a fuck about Ben. He was done with Ben. All right. Hey, when season four come out and Ben pop out of somewhere with a with a shotgun and kill somebody important, then hey, remember this. Remember this. I'm just saying. Look, man. No, they were on thin ice with Navarro. No way they're throwing money at Navarro. And like this dude was. Questioning their loyalty, they had to do something. Family, nigga, fight Navarro. They had to do something. Navarro was about to kill all of them. They was Navarro was about to kill all of them. That was a last second decision on that Helen shit. Also, very surprising death. All right, say say Marty really was behind this, and Ben is not dead. He has something to hold over Wendy's head. You want to get your brothers killed? I mean, your brother killed, Mm -hmm. but I fucking saved his ass. And you didn't even fucking know because you are a cold bitch that was going to offer up your fucking brother to a motherfucking Mexican drug lord that you talked on the phone with four times. <laughs> so just trust me. Hey, man, Marty playing check- I mean chess. Hey, Marty man. playing backgammon on niggas. Man, when he don't owe Wendy shit. Wendy owes him a lot of shit. There's no more brownie points he needs. Wendy I'm needs saying, to drop I'm them draws and be a good wife. He's gonna hold that over his head, so he's gonna be like, "Hey, look, Wendy. Hey, I'm, I, hey, I'm the captain. You do know what I'm saying?" Right. So, this is the most probably the most important question we have on this exit survey. Um, most uncomfortable age difference. <laughs> oh my goodness. Darlene and Wyatt, or Ruth and Ben. Hey man. Uh, also, honorable mention to uh, Aaron and Tommy. Oh yeah, I know man. That was just that, that one. I mean, it wasn't too bad, but I mean, I d- d- she's sixteen. That's rape. That's the only one that's actually rape. Yeah. If we're being know. if we're being honest. Yeah. The so other I ones know. are just uncomfortable. This one is illegal. Yeah, so that one, know. like, she's sixteen. Yeah, that's, that's He's got to be at least mid to late twenties. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, to be hanging out with. Frank Cosgrove Jr. and they, yeah. they they were boys and they grew up together. Yeah, not a, not a great look for for Tommy that one was boy. actually rape. We just gonna throw that not one out. Not a great look there. for the feds, Agent Evans. That, that <laughs> Agent made Evans that was shit. really pimping, bro. Fuck that nigga. Dude bro. was really <laughs> pimping <laughs> out nigga, this bro. man Tommy. He was like, just don't get her pregnant. Like man, man fuck, so fuck you're openly nigga. allowing your CI to fuck. That, we I have. tweeted this. That is the <laughs> lamest nigga to ever be on my television. Screen, bro. No I cow, don't know. Bro. Petty was pretty bad, man. man. But Evans is black, bro. That shit hurt. <laughs> that bro. shit hurt. That shit did. Petty, Coming from bro. two brothers, that yeah, shit did fuck hurt. That man. shit. But yeah, all right. So what's, what's the what's the worst age difference? Bro, I mean, it's gotta be it's gotta be Darlene and Wyatt. That shit is. She's literally old enough to be his grandma. She gotta be pushing seventy. And this. <laughs> man just graduated high school like just graduated high school but i mean 
I mean, let's talk about what that top do, though. Well, God damn, what that mouth do, God No, no teeth. <laughs> no no teeth. teeth. I mean, she definitely took out them damn dentures and shrawed on oh, that thing. I'm just saying, man. Let's be hey. honest. That dude was done. He had his arms <laughs> up behind his head. Hey. Man, you know you only do that kind of victory pose after you done, you done got some good <laughs> shit. He's like, wow, that's great. She's yeah. like, yeah, I've been, I've been around a long time. Hey. Like, oh. Like, hey, it was gross, was but also he was like, well, hey. what is it, though? Hey, yeah, that man Wyatt, that man Wyatt was living, man. That man, that man but yeah, yeah, that's definitely the most uncomfortable age difference. <laughs> like, I was talking I was talking to uh, to Lee's, our producer, right now, hey, earlier yesterday, and he was like, hey, hey, Darlene in the roof, man. I, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna Darlene. <laughs> I mean, them, them things be thanging. Hey, man, I'm just This is purely fiction, man. That woman is a grandma, bro. What is that? That shit was uncomfortable. But, like, that, I mean, from like 18, 19 to damn near 70, like, that is bad. I mean, and Ruth, what? Ruth's about 23, and. If we think about Ben's age, Ben's got to be like Ben's late like, 30s, yeah, right? Ben, Ben's old, bro. He's Ben's like, old, so that's at man. least 15 years. Like, dude, yeah, is, yeah. dude is barely, he's right before when we first get introduced to him. He's, you know, being a high school substitute teacher. And she's, yeah. you know, five, six years removed from high school. Right. Like, right. So that's kind of questionable, too, in itself. But it just, it, it was funny when Wyatt tried, it was kind of like a meta joke that Wyatt made mm-hmm. when he was like, uh. It was like that, uh, he was like, oh yeah, you don't think he's kind of old? And then he kind of stopped himself because right. he's over here with, with wow. Darlene or yeah, whatever. Freaking out old bit. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you, when you over here dicking down grandma. You know. <laughs> yeah, why the hell, man? Why, yeah, you gotta get, get it together, bruv. But, you know, speaking of, speaking of Ben... Dante, who you got for your most annoying character? Man? Oh my goodness, most man, my most annoying character is Wyatt, bruh. Really? Charles Tahan is his is the actor name. You know, really? good job. I mean, dude was just being a baby back bitch the Damn. whole time. Let's wow. talk about it. How though? I how, mean, bro? okay, dude was over here. He was like sulking, man. Dude over here just sulking about you know, oh, about Ruth kill Ruth killed my daddy. What? That's, nigga, that's not, do, nothing to soak about. Nigga, don't soak. Do something. Nigga, you got. You <laughs> gotta. Do, somebody kill my daddy, man. You gotta get. You gotta get hands. Something, oh, guy. If you actually, if you actually like your dad like that, you gotta get some kind of retribution or name, something. Name one time. Name one time in this season where Wyatt was wrong. I mean, name one. Darlene, we just got. We just got finished. Detail. What's he wrong about? What he do for that? Three places to stay. If get, that is a top dog. If that is right, I don't want to be right, bro. If that man. is right, uh, uh-uh. count man. honest living, bro. Count me man. out, hey man. And then Stand in a mansion. And then dude, yes, dude is over here chilling in a mansion, pimped out. Then mom's pulls up, and this dude gets his ass taste. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry, nigga. If you don't, if you don't throw a pan, grab a knife, do something. He just why it keep getting hoed, man. Ow, how do you go? He just welcome in Ruth. Breaking and entering, bro. That's what I'm just, saying. Are you supposed to throw a pan? At him? <laughs> I mean, something. You, you know, why you not to not get tased at least, man? Go out like a, he got tased and then kicked and beat up on by four year olds, man. They was kicking the shit out of that man. man hey, man. I'm man. Why it was just soft? The man. actual most annoying character. <laughs> oh my god. Fucking Ben. 
Ben oh, Davis. My. Oh my goodness. And that goddamn terrible accent. Hey man, Tom Pelfrey did a good job, hey, man. Can I buy you dinner? Hey, that monologue and that the taxi was going crazy. Hey, the taxi, that, that, that taxi, taxi monologue was, was crazy. Great moment. But he fuck, man, go. he's annoying as shit. Ever since we first met this man being the sub, he take everybody's phone and throw it in the wood chip. I'm like, bro, I swear to God, bro, <laughs> you got me all the way fucked up, bro. You, like, you would have thrown some hands, bro. I would have busted his ass. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then, he didn't just go buck wild on that, bro, on that people, construction work oh, too. Ben got hands, bro. Ben got hands. Ben really man. just be sneaking a lot bro, of people. Ben Let's be, be honest, bro. bro. Yeah, exactly. Ben be choosing choosing the right people to hook with. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't about to do no no Navarro niggas. Like that. <laughs> he I'll tell was you that. That man, hey, he saw Nelson pull up on him. That man said, "Yes, sir." Hey, he snuck Marty, but snuck Marty. I was like, everybody, everybody, don't bitch Marty. Exactly, Marty, Marty, the most punchable nigga in the show. Yeah, Marty, God, Marty, Marty, a hoe, but he's our hoe. <laughs> oh God, bro. I'm just saying. I think he did. He was good in some. He really played kind of like that. That manicness that you need to get from someone who's bipolar, and when they're mm-hmm. kind of switching back and forth, I think mm-hmm. he did a good job on those. Like there yeah. were some. There were some moments where I was like, nigga, just man. Like he was like, ah, this ruins all my impulses. I was like, nigga, if you don't take a Viagra and go on about your day, <laughs> tell her you need five minutes. God damn. Get a Bluetooth. Like, God damn. Go ahead, go ahead. Hit the gas station. Get one of them Black Panther pills. <laughs> exactly. That, mean, that may be my car for the whole night. God damn. Over here going but, and having attacks because you don't want to pop a pill? Right. But, I mean, it was, it was a good performance. I, I, I won't take that away from whatever his name is. Ben. Tom Pelfrey. Tom, Tom Pelfrey. Pelfrey. Um, but that leads us to our next section. Who, who had the best performance, do you think? Best performance. I, it's got to go to Ruth. Uh, Julia Garner is is the actress's name. But okay. she just she just played her amazingly from the start of the show when we're introduced to Frank Cosgrove Jr. And I think she just plays that kind of pure, like, you don't fuck with me. I'm not taking shit from anyone type of vibe. Like, she just plays that role so well. I mean, she literally kicks the son of the head of the KC mob boss, kicks him in the balls and throws him off the top deck of the ship, breaking his arm. Like, at the beginning of the season, she's doing that. Like, that's that's just crazy that we're, we're able to see that. And then we kind of get to see her, we get to see a softer tone of her this season with her kind of, you know, losing all of that attachment. She's like, you see that, like, there's really no one that she really has in, like, her true blood that's really there for her. You know, three is kind of trying to develop his own. He's got him a girlfriend or whatever. So he goes and does his own thing. Wyatt's mm-hmm. not talking to her. It's like, really, she she really felt some of that, like, loneliness or whatever. And then we got to see, like, even the weakness and how, how kind of she felt a little betrayed. She thought, well, maybe Marty and them are my family. But after, you know, Frank kicking her ass, putting her in the hospital, uh, and she was like, she really didn't feel like they did anything for her. And she just kind of felt betrayed. So we got to see her at really, really strong moments and the lowest moments that she could be. And then towards the end of the season, we got to see her to take some of that power back and kind of be her own person. So I think we got a, a full range of, of you know, different sides of Ruth. And Julia Garner did a great job of showing that. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, um, I think ever since season one, I think Ruth has been probably like the standout or the breakout performer, the breakout yeah. star of think- Ozark. I think she won an award for like best supporting actress too. I don't. Is I don't she? remember what the TV ones are. It's um Emmys. Is it Emmys? 
Let me look up. I'm gonna fact check. She that. won an Emmy. Yeah, that's good on her. But yeah, man, um, she's she's really just kind of coming into her own as an actress, I think. And um, she was really good this season. Um, yep, she did win an Emmy award for outstanding supporting actress in a drama series. Oh yeah, shout out to her. But, yeah, um, that 2019, she won it. Yeah, she's dope for real. I think she gives like a lot of a lot of energy. That, that um that. I don't fucking know, Marty. <laughs> I'm not shit. your fucking marriage counselor. That shit, hey, that shit be, hey, that shit be turned up every time, man. She man. really did get that southern draw right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, hey, she's a good, she's a good actress, man. And you know, hey, shout out to her for, uh, for getting some, get some dick this season. <laughs> you know, facts, because it was kind of, it was kind of getting borderline. Like I was all, almost getting Maisie Williams vibes with Ruth. Like mm. it was like. Uh, do I want to see her like fuck? Because they really like they did a good job of giving her like a strong female character, but mm-hmm. towing that line of like you, she's not sexualized at all. Yeah, which I think like a lot of shows don't do well, and mm-hmm. they did that, and it almost made it to the point where it just felt like a little uncomfortable at first. But you're like, ah, oh, like yeah, fast. Yeah, hey, let Ruth be sexy. I was man. like, yeah, you probably you probably hit. Yeah, yeah, let Ruth be sexy, man. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Ruth for that, man. She. He's a powerhouse for sure, um, and to stand out in a show where where Jason Bateman is the lead, that, yeah, that's saying it's, something. It's tough because he really. There are a lot of moments in the show, and I think especially in the first two seasons where he's kind of just Jan sporting this entire right. series. He, right. He's just carrying it all, and especially season two when we get Charlotte's annoying ass. He is just carrying that show. Yeah, nobody nobody plays that lovable lame quite like Bateman does. Yeah, but um. Worst performance. Who you got? Worst performance. Uh, I mean, sheesh. I don't want to say Tom. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to repeat what you're gonna say, but it's really got to be Agent Evans. Like that, that dude is is a big simp. I'll let you elaborate, <laughs> but like I agree with you, man. Agent Evans is just not good in this, bro. Nigga is really you are you are really over here capping. <laughs> and hurt over a man that said he was fucked by that big old grizzly bear last season. Like, you still riding for that nigga after he said that? Yeah, man. God damn, I was like, dang, you really a bottom bitch, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah I, wasn't even, like, I wasn't even going to say Asia Evan. I was going to say, um... Yeah. Say Tommy from Power. Oh man. Hey, 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 take man. take Joseph, that shit back to Joseph, power. Joseph Sakura is nice. No, man. man. Take that Sikora shit back to power. Nice, take man. that shit back to 50 Cent Lamb, bro. He, hey, Nigga man. Sucks. In, in power, he he really gets some of those like just crazy looks man, and like facial power. expressions. This is that not you a this catch. is not a pro power podcast. This, I'm just this is saying. an anti power podcast. Power is like a high budget empire for people who aren't aren't aware. Yeah, but, but yuck. I mean, better than Empire. Hey, say season one Empire. Season one Empire. God, season one. Hey, season one is where it should have stopped. Season one hey, Empire was great. You're not but wrong. What, what people forget is I think they got four or five more seasons. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, Frank Jr. I don't know his real name. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Joseph Yeah, he, he's he's my worst performance. I just first of all, you look forty. Who who's you somebody's son? Why are you still going by junior, man? You you a grown ass man. You probably about thirty five. Um, yeah, <laughs> probably about. You're supposed to be playing like a probably like a mid twenties kind of guy. Like I'm not. Yeah, like I'm I, not maybe going. late twenties. We can give him late twenties. He's not going. Forty three. 
Yeah, you you four you a forty year old man, bro. I'm not going for that shit, bro. I'm not grown ass man beating all little yeah. Hey, fuck fuck him, bro. Yeah. Alright, so I don't even have to ask this next one. Team Marty or Team Wendy? I'm pretty sure we're both Team Marty here. Hey, no, nah, not even. Hey, man. Huh? Uh, okay, let's let's talk about this because oh. we we can get in. There. I mean, Team Marty versus Team Wendy. Really, I I see that as a kind of on a scale of riskiness. Marty is on the risk averse side, where Wendy is like, "Fuck it, we already in this shit. We might as well go all the way." Like kind of deal. She's like, "We not getting out of this cartel shit. We might as well make that money work for us." Yeah, that's real. Like, so I, I kind of fuck with that because like like I said, Marty had some really Marty was really out here getting bitched out by his wife for about six episodes, really until he comes back from his the torture chamber, you know, in in Mexico, he's really losing all of these battles to Wendy, right. even even and that's like despite his best efforts to stop it, he sets up the arson or whatever as a as a way to stop it, and really it just helps them more. Like, yeah. we really get to see Wendy kind of step into light and be a really, really strong character. Like, we, uh, we got hints of it as her, like, some of her political prowess and how she kind of worked Charles in season two. But season three, we really, especially like that first half, the first five or six episodes, we really got to feel like how strong Wendy was. And I, I was kind of on her bandwagon until Marty started, you know, knucking up and put her in her place. All right, this is how I see it. Marty is the only one on the show with a non-expendable skill. He is the money loan. He's the master accountant, man. Right? This is true. Wendy has ambition, but okay. You can put a gun to somebody's head and make them have ambition. <laughs> Marty is the one that literally cannot be disposed of. Yeah. So he should be the one calling the shots. If he don't think it's safe to launder... Then God damn it, it ain't safe to launder. If he thinks that we shouldn't take this risk, then God damn it, we shouldn't take this fucking risk. Wendy, you don't add nothing. You are married to the man who is the 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 mastermind, all right? Mm-hmm. She really did get married into the game. I mean, she, she really is she like she kind of tries to go head and toe, and like you could feel like she could replace maybe Helen, but then again, Helen's a lawyer. Helen be Helen hey, knows how Helen to get has people a fucking skill. I was like, Helen, Helen has I got, Helen skill. got a skill. You're right. She is an unskilled laborer in right. this aspect. All right. she got she is just, some political clout. Right. She just got some some want to and some some willpower and some grit. I mean, but, but you that, know, bro. I respected that. She kind of she flipped that into making it look like she was a strong person. Until Marty came back in and okay. said, "All right, y'all Look, niggas can't do what I do. Let I'm me, all, let me I'm fix all, this I'm up. all for the strong female lead. I love him. I love him. But come on, man, you gotta you gotta defer to the to the money man. This is <laughs> this is Marty Bird. I ain't no fucking scrub. You know what I'm saying? I'm the only person in the world that can goddamn watch the cartel's money like this, man, without a fucking trace. FBI been on my ass for ten years. Ain't found shit yet, man. Ain't you found gonna, shit. And you gonna tell me what to do? I, you got a point. He, that, literally, he's up. out here bold-faced, almost damn near bold-faced, admitting to the FBI that he works for the, Fair, the cartel, and shit. they can't prove shit. They so he's like, you ain't got shit on me. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, yeah, I work for the cartel. Prove it. Marty's the fucking goat. Let's talk about it. He's Marty, the fucking goat. Marty is crazy. But I'm saying, for majority of this season... He kind of took a back seat to Wendy. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, he he closed it out in the clutch. Was lying to him. <laughs> Wendy was not. He had to goddamn tap the phone. Yeah. To figure out what the fuck was going on because Wendy wasn't true. telling nobody shit. Man, I mean, on, that's man. one way to keep you come power, on, man. man. Come on, ladies. Hey, Communication man. is key, man. Facts. I might need one of them websites. These, you know, goddamn. Is that easy? All you gotta do is Google some spyware. 
to top yeah, yeah, he did. He tried to spyware. Spyware. <laughs> best spyware apps on Google. You got, like, hey, got that shit probably. It's that easy. Hey, shit. copped. <laughs> All right. So biggest unanswered question from the season. Biggest unanswered question. So, I mean, my biggest thing, I think, is going to be like. Is this so? Are we talking more like what? What do you think they have set up for the next season, or just like what they kind of left out there? Yeah, I think uh, kind of what they left hanging. What you want answered uh, yeah. going into into next season. My biggest thing is um, I want to I want to see what's going on with Darlene and the KC mob. Yeah. So those are we could get two things kind of basically. It they kind of they foreshadowed at them coming together. And so Darlene and the KC mob going up against Marty and them. And Marty really don't got no shooters. All they got is Nelson, man. So I don't know. That that's not looking too hot for them. Unless they can get some shooters. Unless they uh, import yeah, they're gonna have to import some shooters, but that's that's a big deal if they combine forces. If not, we could see a whole lot and then even with that you've got some you've got some competing interests because she moves heroin of her own as mm-hmm. well as the cartel. So now you've got, you know, rival turfs going at it. Right there in, and yeah, the, she's a part owner of the casino. Right, so the Make Ozarks Great Again uh, gang. Oh, God, that was uh, a good one. The Make hey, Ozarks Great Again gang has, you know, has something to hey, say. You about. know, there's some M bombs dropping in that motherfucking it's, man. God dang. You know, Darlene, sure. oh, racist da- ass. Man. <laughs> Darlene, God to that's be. Why, that's why I'm glad there ain't too many black people. Actually, all the black people are feds. All the black people are feds, which I thought at first I was like, eh, I was like, eh, that's a bad thing, but actually, it's a good thing. It's showing black people in a position of power, at least. I mean, they're not. Man, they lay clueless. They are they out here getting ran circles around. Power in quotations. They, they are ran circles around. They, they are getting like fleeced, but they are like you know authority figures in the sense like they. Fuck Agent Evans. I can't say that enough. Fuck <laughs> him. Hey man, but uh, fucking what's the forensic accountant? Uh, Maya Moore. Maya Moore's over there. Like she, she's got something to say. She yeah. getting real close. I mean, if she wasn't all gung ho on this integrity shit like she could have she could have really you know kind of kind of got marty's ass or at least you yeah, know not be out so, of a job so is maya gonna be gonna be uh sticking around i think she's gonna be sticking around he okay. did that thing at the end where he had uh sam smurf some extra money that last day yeah. to keep her around so that's another Ooh. like hanging fruit we got yeah, so we got that i think continuing. i think sam's gonna be i think sam's gonna be all right yeah i think sam's gonna be all right i don't know I don't know because they have a they kind of have a history of like jumping after each season ends too not yeah. like too far but they do do slight jumps like this mm-hmm. one is about six months I think jumps right, from the right. last season because they've got the casino set up and everything so we'll see if that's still in play but because I it wouldn't be like you know par for the course for them to just pick right back up where they left off but uh-huh. they did get the FBI audit extended at least because Marty's still trying to do this crazy ass plan of like flipping her to the dark side on some Anakin Skywalker shit. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that. Oh, hey man, hey, stay strong, Black Queen. I, I don't like rooting for the fans in any show, but hey, Black Queen, don't let don't let Marty finesse your ass. Don't Bad. do it. And she's about to be out on uh, maternity leave man, anyway. She, she got a she couple. Got she got a couple weeks. At Actually, this point. hey, hey, just don't bring her back. Bring a bring a white lady in. To, uh, bring a white lady. Bring a white lady in, in so she can be finessed. And no, I don't man. have a moral dilemma. Exactly, exactly. Like, you know, but I think you know. the the and another thing that we're gonna see, which can be good or could be really bad. Like, it's got potential. I think it's got, and I think it's kind of on the trend that they've already had it, is we saw some of the discourse with, with Jonah. 
So mm-hmm. how he's feeling towards the family, right, right, and that's right. coming. Jonah's and Jonah's a wild card, man. Yeah, Jonah's he's wild card. He's always them, been kind of ride or die. He's got them school shooter vibes, bro. <laughs> Low key, hey, oh, and that man is a shooter. He's a shooter, <laughs> hey. I'm yeah. telling you, he's a, he's a, so he said, "What happens if I hit all three? Hey, I was like, "Hey, bust at him, <laughs> bust at him!" Like that man is a that man is a shooter. Man, really got the cheat codes on his arm. Thanks. But like, we gotta see because it could be like season two where they had Charlotte play a big spotlight in it almost you know emancipating from the family mm-hmm. doing all kinds of crazy stuff i mean that was she was annoying in it hey hey, hey shout out to charlotte for being way less annoying this season Facts. being a, being you know just a reasonable reasonable woman Facts. You, yeah you love to see that we love growth growth exactly because it was it. it was really hard it would have been really hard for her to get worse but damn if she had continued <laughs> on that trajectory it might have it yeah. might have lost some fans yeah, yeah she was she was she was up there with Skylar from Breaking Bad last season, bro. That shit was just annoying as a motherfucker. But yeah, shout out to her for bouncing back. You know, we all have that annoying phase growing up. So yeah, I guess yeah, they, maturity, they, that was her teenage it. angst, right? We love it. We love it. So we'll we'll see how Jonah plays out because he he knows a lot. Like that man is that man is a little Marty in the making for real. Okay. Okay, oh. he's a he's a little nerd. He's got them cryptos going. Crazy, <laughs> he's like, yeah, this man says, yeah, I've got a lot of money in liquid. I'm like, all right. Hey, my man. Hey, hey, forex funded, my man. Forex funded. My man Jonah on the forex, man. Shout yeah. out to that boy. <laughs> oh my goodness, good stuff, <laughs> good stuff. But yeah, shit. Hey, so yeah, all in all, man, good season of television, man. Uh, so Dante, I gotta ask, out of ten, what do you, what would you rank uh, Ozark season three? Yeah, so season three, I'm I'm teetering between an eight and a half and a nine. Okay. Um, I think I might go with eight and a half, just because we mentioned there were a couple. You, you know, to get in that nine, that nine ten range, you just gotta be kind of flawless. You gotta so, be elite. Uh, on a be, you know, I was <laughs> like, that's that's really you know Kobe in the clutch type shit, man. R.I.P. Oh, but yes. but like you gotta be kind of flawless, and there were a couple plot lines like the. The baby Zeke thing. We've got the whole the whole part with the arcade game. Like that was kind of weird and yeah, never really explained. Saying. We've yeah. got the just kind of the whole. We we really had a lot going on with that second. Uh, what was it? That second casino that was made, and then just nothing really came out of it. Mm-hmm. Type deal. So, like those those kind of things were that lost it a few points here or there, but really overall a great show. That's just what dropped it out of being like creme de la creme type shit. But it's still you. very, very good TV. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna agree with you. I'm I'm in the eight range. I'm gonna go eight point three. Eight point three. Um, All right. A little you know, a little tougher greater than I am. Yeah, you know, it's not that much. A little point two. Yeah. But uh yeah, I mean I didn't love a couple of performances. Um You hated Ben more than I did. Dude, I fucking hate Ben. So <laughs> God damn it. Fuck. All right. Yeah, so yeah, I didn't love Ben. Um, Agent Evans, yuck. <laughs> Fucking uh Tommy from Power, yuck. Hey man, I'm a complete I'm not a power hater. So I man. you know, I kinda take power at his face value. This man is a hater, so he's knocking us. It, some is, extra it is what it is. It is what it is. It's a TV podcast, not soap operas. Or oh know, my goodness. But, we might have to run it back for a power show. Hey, not all, hey, not in my house. <laughs> not with these microphones. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, eight point three, man. Really good show, really entertaining. You know, there's always shit that you'd never see coming. I had to pause before Ben walked in into the motherfucking gala. That gala night, because I knew some. I thought he was about to goddamn shoot that bitch up. But yeah. thank God he only punched Marty. But I had to pause that shit. 
collect my stuff because I was like, man, if you suit all these people up, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yeah. But you know, yeah, it's, it's Ozark is really good at creating tense moments, man. Like yeah. with the with the music, uh, the visuals. Uh, shout out to the drone budget. They they goddamn spent a grip on fucking drone shots. <laughs> they had Jonah year. out there doing on yeah, the visuals. Man, they had man. everything. They had all them aerial shots going crazy this year. But um, yeah, definitely a great season. Um, a TV eight point three. That's nothing to fucking shake a stick at. You know, that's a yeah, good. That's we're a good we're score. tough graders, people. Plenty of people score. giving this show a ten out of ten. But right, I mean, like I right. said, we. I mean, we're doing a podcast about TV. We've consumed a lot of TV. Hell yeah, man. If you're, if you're bored at home, man, fucking watch Ozark. If you haven't, I mean, honestly, if you're listening to this, you've seen Ozark, so that was probably a bad recommendation. But um, yeah, tell, tell somebody to watch Ozark, man. It's a good show, man. Um, season three, 8.3 out of 10. Dante says 8.5 to 9. Larry, what you got, man? Our producer, Larry, man. What you got yes. out of 10? Oh, um... <clears throat> Uh, 8.5. Larry 8.5. says 8.5. Hey, what else you need to hear, man? Go watch that shit, man. Exactly. You got any questions uh, about anything else uh, about the show, about other shows you want to watch, about other shows you want us to talk about? Hit us up, man. You know, we're trapped in the crib. So, man, we, we got time, man. We got time. And you got time to listen to this shit. So listen to this shit. Follow us on Twitter. Exactly. Goddamn repost this shit. Tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend, man. Cause we going exactly. up, man. We Hit that up. share button. Keep and keep sharing it. Yes. What's, sir. what's the Twitter, KP? Uh, my Twitter at Kari Gold. That's K H A R I G O L D. Dante, what's yours? At D Wild underscore three on Twitter, and the so just go ahead and look me up. It should pop up. I think D Wild. Hey, follow me on the gram, man. Follow hey, me on the gram. This Same a, thing. You gotta get some fits off, man. Right, right. I'm getting these quarantine fits off, this man. Kari Gold on the gram too. That's K H A R I G O L D. Follow T H E L E E Z Y the Leezy on Instagram and on Twitter, man. That's our producer, exactly. podcast producer, and music producer, man. Exactly, so, man's yeah. a jack of all trades. Facts, man. Facts, man. We going. We only going up from here, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in, and um, our watch is ended. <laughs>